the words that are spoken to you, our spirit and our life. Receive the word of God in faith and you will experience a supernatural turnaround. Join Pastor Enoch Aminu as he takes you through the word of God. Your limitation cannot stop the promises of God. Your limitation. Your limitation. Are you with me? Your limitation cannot stop the promises of God. Now, every one of us seated here, including myself, we must have our own limitation. Limitation can be in different form. Somebody can come from a less privileged home. Somebody can come from a wealthy home. Somebody can come from somewhere where one or two things they are, is affecting them. Irrespective of any limitation that come across or you come across in life cannot stop the promises of God for your life. This has made many Christians or many people that have met in the journey of faith to turn back because they were believing God for a particular thing and because of their limitation, their faith became shipwreck, their zeal in God went down, reduced, and they were disappointed. But listen carefully. You must accept that limitation is part of human's life. It's part of our life. It's part of our life. There are some things I can do, you cannot do. There are some things you can do, I cannot do. That's limitation. But irrespective of every limitation, or any limitation that is in our lives, or family lineage, or in nations we, find, we, we, we found ourselves, that limitation cannot stop the promises of God for your life. Now let's take for an example. The Lord appeared to Abraham, and the Lord said to him in Genesis 12, and the Lord said, move out of your father's house and go to Canaan. He obeyed God. He took his wife, which was his sister, Sarah. They are the same father, but not the same mother. He took his nephew. He took his father. He took his mother. They were on their way to Canaan. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, now, I'm going to give you a promised child. You must understand this thing about God. I've heard some people that tells you, don't mind what those pastors are telling you. Don't mind. Some, I've heard some say, oh, if you want to go through the channel of God, it will be, be too late. 
that's, that's, that's a ridiculous or rhetoric uh, assumption. Because who is the fastest? God is the fastest. Now, God told Abraham, I'm going to give you a promised child. The Lord knew what he designed for every one of us. He knew the type of life he wanted you to come and live. He knew the type of accomplishment he wanted you to come and accomplish on this planet Earth. Irrespective of your race, color, listen carefully. You did not just find yourself in any place by mistake. God knows about it. He knew from the beginning that where you are, you are going to be there. But the problem with motor being is this. You fail to ask questions. For what purpose did, did do you want me or you brought me to this place? For what purpose? God spoke to Abraham. Then they were still young with Sarah when they were 25. And Sarah was about very young then. And God said, I'm going to give you a promise, child. Now they were growing. Somebody you spoke to when he was young, and I'm going to give you a promised child, grew to 75. The promised child is not coming. His wife grew to 65. The promised child is still not coming. By the time the wife got to 80, the wife realized that she's drinking. She made a proposal to her husband and said to her husband, it would be good for you to have somebody because we shall no longer live here forever. But if you can have somebody behind when we are no more, it would be very good. That was a good proposal that Sarah made on her own volition, not from God. Abraham condescended and accepted the advice of his wife went after a guy. Ishmael came out. Ishmael was born. I told the reason why God allowed Ishmael to be born. I told you the reason why God allowed the photos of Ishmael to be in the womb of a guy. It's because of Joseph. The year that all this thing happened is more than 3,000 years. But nevertheless, when Sarah was 90, when Abraham was 100, the promised child came. Their limitation did not stop the promise of God. You must understand things now. Every man, every woman serving God, you may go to a doctor, they can tell you things, it's natural, those things are there. Then God too is there. You now choose between the two. Do I choose God? Or I choose what this man is saying? Now God proved to Abraham and Sarah that their limitation cannot stop the promise. 
that he made. Remember what Jeremiah called God in Jeremiah 32, verse 17. Jeremiah 32, verse 17. I, O Lord God, that created the heavens and the earth, and stretched it out with your hand, is there anything too difficult for you to do? Can you find that one in your Bible? Jeremiah 32. Can you find that in your Bible? Praise God. <laughs> Am I communicating? Oh, my Bible is different. Verse what? Verse 17. Now, the Lord also spoke through Isaiah. At times, don't allow any limitation you face. Don't allow it to clash with your faith in God. Your limitation, thank you. Your limitation cannot stop all the promises that God promised you. Your limitation cannot stop all the promises that God promised you. In Isaiah 55 verse 9, Isaiah 55 verse 9, the Lord said through Isaiah, he said, the way the art is higher than the world, so my thoughts is higher than your thoughts. Hallelujah. And my ways are higher than your ways. You can't compare yourself to God. Once God has spoken concerning you, and he had promised, you must, it's a must, the word must is important. You must believe, you must obey, and you must abide with what he says. Oh, what God said cannot be possible, never you join them to say that. Never. Because your limitation cannot stop the power of God. Your limitation cannot stop God from doing what he promised. Your limitation cannot hinder God from raising you to the level he promised that he will raise you. Some of us that we are born in this country, were you the one who told God that I must be born here? No. So there are some things you must understand as a Christian and that gives you consolation that gives you faith that gives you confidence that makes you to know that you are not ordinary that makes you to know that the Lord you are serving is not just trying to mimic you now among all faiths Christianity is the only faith that shows you that it's not trying to mimic you. When he speaks, it has, a, it has a validity, scriptural validity, to back up what he says. Limitations must be there. If limitations are not there, how will God demonstrate his power? How will you know that God is existing? How will you know that all power belongs to God? 
if limitations are not, we are not faced with limitation, then why are we going to church? Why are we serving him? Then that means we are self-sufficient. But we are not self-sufficient of ourselves. Even you can be self-sufficient financially, but you cannot be self-sufficient spiritually. Because spiritual power belongs to God. So you see the limitation of man. Now that tells me that every limitation we have cannot stop the promises that God promised us and cannot hinder us from where God said it would take us to. It does not matter. Time is with God. Power is with God. Everything you need, God possess everything. There was an issue in 2 Kings chapter 4. A widow had two sons. And the widow that had two sons, what really happened? Her husband was one of the students in the school of Elisha. And he had a limitation. The man had a limitation. It was owing. I believe the people with the scripture should also be conversant with scripture because you did not show them that Jeremiah 32 verse 17. That's why I went back because I know what I'm saying. Now the man was owing. As a result of that, he did not know that he's going to die. The man died. Now the creditor came and they said they are going with the two sons of the widow so that those sons they will be in they will be held they will be held hostage and be a servant to the creditors the woman loved those two sons that is women for you thank god today's women mothers days so i congratulate you mothers i have the way i appreciate you and I have the way I communicate to you. And I communicate to you with wisdom. I congratulate you mothers. Because without you mothers, we cannot exist. So a wonderful round of applause for the mothers. Okay, as normal, the widow said, I cannot allow these two sons my husband is no more. These are the only two hope, the only hope that I have. What can I do? She ran to Elisha. What did you think that she had at the back of her mind? She believed Elisha would just enter into his office, his safe, bring out money, or ask her how much were you, were you how much was your husband owing? Then go and pay them. Now look at the response of Elisha. Great limitation. Elisha said, what do you have at home? It's just like you are hungry. You have run to somebody. I'm hungry. And the person is still asking you, what do you have at home? So if I have something at home, will I come to you? I wouldn't have come to you anyway. I will have eaten, isn't it? Now, Elisha said, 
Why did Elisha ask that question? He wanted to show the power of God that is more than all limitations that we figure and place our attention on. May I tell you this morning, Motabin, maybe I should step down a little bit. I've been stepping down for some time now to the glory of God. May I tell you this morning, don't focus on your limitation. Your limitation cannot stop God. Limitation don't have power over God. Limitation is physical. Limitation is not spiritual. What is more potent is spiritual. Elisha now told the woman and said, what do you have? Oh, it's a man of God. I just have a small bottle of oil at home. Elisha said, now listen, madam. It's, it's rhetoric. Let's be frank with ourselves. Highly rhetoric. Somebody that is in a serious trouble and he needed somebody to bail her out and her two sons from the hands of the creditor. And somebody is trying to say, go and do this practice. It's just like go and practice chemistry. That was what Elisha was telling her. Elisha said, go and borrow vessels. Now, what does vessel got to do with my two sons at Ostage? You must learn something. You youth now. Even the aged people in armies. There are so many things that occur in life. Life is a mystery. That's one, of, one thing that one of the greatest philosophers said. Albert Camus, a French philosopher. He said, life is a mystery. It is spiritual. It is pleasurable. It is pleasurable. And he said, life is a mystery. There are some things you cannot decode. You try to decode it, you, you may not have answer for it. But one thing you can do is to have your absolute trust in God. Absolute faith in God. Absolute belief in God. That gives you consolation. Many of us seated here this morning, there are so many questions in our mind which we are still agitating for an answer. And the answer failed to come. Once you could not get answer to some certain thing, leave it. Don't trouble yourself. It's beyond you. The more you trouble yourself, the more you give yourself unnecessary headache, and it can aggravate your pressure. It can take you to another level. It can bring in different types of sicknesses. Now, this woman obeyed. Two things God wanted you to learn. She obeyed, she believed, and she went back home. She borrowed vessel. This is the situation where many of us also found ourselves. It may, it may not come in form of vessels, 
But at times we are in a difficult situation. At times we are in a precarious situation whereby you don't even know how to explain to people. Even if you explain, they may not even know what you are saying. It's beyond them. This woman, she's in a very, very tight situation. No woman wants to lose her two sons just in a day. Not that they are going to die. But the creditor will owe them hostage. That means she will no longer see them again. She's already a widow. So you can see the situation the woman found herself. I don't know the type of Christianity some people practice. But I must tell you in this post-COVID, the pre-COVID Christianity cannot stand the test of time in the post-COVID. The pre-COVID Christianity is gone and is gone forever. It was with so many frivol frivolity, it was with so many error, that's why God stepped in. I received a message from a white man last week from America, from Massachusetts. And I happened to study in Massachusetts. And listen carefully. He told me in, on, the, on the social media that COVID is from devil. I told him COVID is not from the devil. God wants to plan and readjust and reorder the world to suit his tastes so that we can do things in a proper manner that the way we're supposed to do it. That's number one. Two, to give room for you, the millennia, because you are the leaders of tomorrow. And he needed to bring some people back to his side through transition so that they can be fellowshipping up there so that there can be vacuum. When you think about this from here to tomorrow, you may not have answer. Now look at the widow. The widow obeyed. She bought a vessel. Absolutely. She locked herself as Elisha instructed. What happened? The vessel filled with oil. Does a limitation hinder the flow of the power of God? Was that not a demonstration of God's power? Elisha was not in a house. You see, no matter what you are passing through in life, still hold on to God's power. Still believe in God's power. Still have hope that God is, a, is existing. It may look hard. Every day cannot be, cannot be beautiful for you. But you make it beautiful for yourself. Every day cannot be the way you plan it will be when you wake up. But it's your responsibility to now say, I will make it fine for myself. Despite all odds, despite all difficulties, I will never give up. I will never lose hope. Your limitation must not overwhelm you. Your limitation is just an acid test to know who you are, to know your mind, whether you trust in him 
or you don't trust in him. Whether you believe him or you don't believe him. You know, at times, even in marriages, it occurs. At times, if you don't test your husband, you may not know the person you marry. Oh, I love you. You are handsome. At times, if you don't test your wife, you may not know the type of person you married. Oh, you are beautiful. Beauty is different from attitude. Beauty is different from character. Beauty is different from nature. Because you can, there are two things that you cannot combine together. Somebody can be beautiful and can be dangerous. Somebody can be ugly and can be extraordinary good. So how are you going to draw a line on that? So please distinguish, ladies and gentlemen. Limitations are part of our lives. That's the way we were created. If limitation was not part of our life, why did he, why did Abraham, why did they waited for many years before the promised child was given to them? God designed it like that. When he was designing man, there are some things he put in you. I told somebody one day, I said, why are you bothering yourself? When people die, you give yourself too much headache. One thing is certain. You must let this one settle in your mind. Nobody will live here forever. There is a switch in our body. Your prayer is this. The day you put off my switch, let me get to the last level where I will fulfill the assignment you sent me. This place is not yours. This place is not for us. So that's why at times you clamor on some certain things. And it, it makes you to have a lot of problems. In your body, the doctor can diagnose different types of sicknesses. If God says it's not yet time that it will off the switch, you will not die. You will still be doing everything. And you can still be, as, you can still as, be living for 50 years. Switching off the switch is in the hands of Jesus. So that's why when it comes to death, you must grow above that level. Am I communicating? And you must have one thing. Somebody, I was teaching somebody, some people a few times ago. You must get to a level whereby when it comes to death, you don't die. You are going to have another fellowship in another arena, in another realm. But the problem there now is this. I won't see you anymore. You will not see me anymore. But I start to see different people. But I will see Jesus. We don't want to see Jesus. Am I asking? We don't want to see Jesus. You will see Jesus when transition takes place. But I won't see you anymore. 
You will not see me anymore. But when you get there, you keep, you keep on to see Jesus. You keep on to see David. You keep on to see Paul. A new life has started. That's why he said, I came to give you eternal life. That when you know me, forget about death. It's not meant for you. It's meant for the enemy. Now, so look at the limitation of that woman. Elisha said, go and borrow vessel. She borrowed vessel. When she borrowed vessel, the vessel was filled. Once the vessel filled, what did Elisha say? Elisha said, Madam, just go and sell it. Now, do you think he opened his mouth to just speak like that? He had some host of heaven working with him. Who are the people, the consumer, who consumed the oil, who bought the oil from the woman to build the woman out from that precarious situation? Who organized them? Who brought them together? You must know that your limitation is nothing. Whether from family side, whether from your earth, whether earth wise, whether from the society you found yourself, whether from your friend, whatsoever name they have called you, what God calls you, that's the most important thing. He said, you are created in my own image. Finished. So you do things the way I always do things. Am I making sense to somebody? So you saw the limitation. You saw what happened in 2 Kings chapter 4. Limitations don't stop the power of God. It doesn't. It rather boasts the power. In John chapter 2, before, we start to, before I start to bless you, in John chapter 2, Jesus, you, you will be amazed that Jesus followed his mother to a wedding ceremony. Why did he allow or condescend himself to that invitation? After that wedding ceremony, which other wedding ceremony Jesus attended? You can find yourself in some particular place for God to glorify his name so that everybody will know that God lives through you, that you are serving the King of Kings. His mother saddled him. Let's attend the wedding at Cana. Jesus allowed. And they were sitting in front. Six pots were there. The governor came. Suddenly the wine got finished. Anything can get finished. I'm telling you, my sons, I have met businessmen in my life. I've met big men in my life. I've met people that they even call them big And but they die penniless. There is anything in this world can get finished. That's what the Lord is trying to show you. Money can get finished. Fame can disappear. 
So the wine got finished. And when the wine got finished, the bridegroom was in a very tight situation. Who among us here have not found ourselves in a tight situation? Let me give you wisdom. Anytime you find yourself in a tight situation, just take it cool. If it requires you to go and sleep, just go and sleep. It's beyond you. There is nothing you can do. Are you with me? When you go and sleep, before you wake up, it will fix it. You are not created to solve a tight situation. You are not created to solve a tight situation. You don't have the power. The power is given to one person, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Once it looks dark, go and sleep. That's why when, when it is day, sunrise, we move out. When sun sets, we go back in to do what? To sleep. Am I making sense to somebody? This new experience. Now they now told that the bridegroom was agitating, fidgeting, because the governor was there. In your own sight is an important person who visited my occasion. I must not be disappointed, and I must not embarrass him. He must be well taken care of. That's part of the principle of life. A governor can leave his office, there are so many important people in that state, but he counted me worthy that I must attend his wedding. Now he attended my wedding, but the wine has got finished. What a great embarrassment. What is the purpose of the wedding? That's what the man is thinking. This man will never forget this type of experience. Then, you know, this is where you have to know that women will always be women. And that's why today is their day. Without anybody asking Mary anything, you must check the nature of a woman. Without anybody telling Jesus anything, or telling, but Mary saw that there is a situation on the ground. There is a limitation. He whispered to them. He said, go and meet him. That's women. That is women for you. That is our mothers for you. He whispered. She whispered. And Jesus heard. And Jesus said, madam, why? It's not yet my time. She did not mind. She said, Whatever she tell, whatever it tells you to do, just do it. You will get now. You will get wonderful wine. Everybody seated here, your life will be sweet. Amen. If you are told, your amen will be dynamic. Amen. Your life will be sweet more than ever before. Amen. You see, let me tell you something about Christianity or about moving with God. You get to some certain level. The more you face challenges, the more your life becomes more better. Yeah. Go and check. I did a case study on David. 
What raised David was just problem. There was no single day that David did not have problem till he died. But the more problem comes, the more God elevated him. The more problem comes, the more David pray, the more God promotes him. You see, these are the things that you, the youth, who shall be leaders of tomorrow, need to hear. Because <laughs> I must be frank with you, there will be storms. Even if I say there will be, I'm just trying to be a bit diplomatic. Storms are there, waiting for you. That you will walk into it. But when the storm comes, as you have decided to hold on to God now, Jesus will speak to the storm and the storm will become. Yeah. You see that, I, I changed that, I changed that phraseology that there will be storms. Storms are there, but they are being stockpiled. For the fact that it has not appeared to you does not mean it not come. It has a maturity date, year, time. But when it comes, it depends on what your attitude, how you take God. So Jesus said, fill the pots. Your pot will be filled this morning. Whatsoever is empty in your life, Jesus filled it. If you believe that, your amen will be dynamic. If you believe that, your amen will be dynamic. Whatsoever is not sweet in your life, as from this morning, Jesus will make it to be sweet. If you believe that, your amen will be dynamic. Bitterness in your life. God turn it to become a fountain of sweet experience in the name of Jesus. In your own sight, it looks as bitterness. At the sight of your God is an avenue for your promotion. So Jesus said, feel it. Now, look at the chemistry. For you to get a wine, according to research I did in, when I was in South Africa, if you want to have a grape wine, you need nothing less than five years to put it in the ground. Now, it says, fill the pot, take the, a glass, go and give to the governor. Your limitation cannot stop God to move in an extraordinary manner. I promise you as you are here now, the Lord will move in your life in a way that you can never explain it again. He said, put the water in the pots. And in an extraordinary manner, within one second, that's, that's the person we call God. Within one second, do you know as you are seated here, 
Your life can change within one minute. And so shall it be. If you believe that your amen will be dynamic. Do you know, as you are here now, within a tinkle of an eye, God can be telling somebody somewhere to do your bidding without you knowing. And so shall it be. So, you must get this experience about life. Don't pull down people. Don't trample on people. Wait for your time. But your limitation can never stop God or stop his promises for your life. All the promises of God for your life shall surely come to pass. If you believe that, jam those two precious hands together. Is somebody at home? Am I making sense to somebody? If those two hands belong to you, you jam those hands very well. You jam those hands very well. Thank you, Father. Welcome to Pure Fire Miracle Ministries International, where lives are transformed. On Sundays, we have three services. The first service starts from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. The second service starts from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the third service starts from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Join our warfare service on Tuesdays, 6 p.m., to 8 p.m. and our prophetic encounter on Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come and your life will never be the same. Pure Fire Miracle Ministries International, where lives are transformed. <laughs>